0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: Blog Talk Radio's A Date with Destiny for Monday, October the 2nd, 2017. I'm your host and author of the book Destiny Awaits The Pouring Out of Wisdom for Humanity to Drink, Lisa M. Saunders, coming to you from Owings Mills, Maryland. This broadcast is being sponsored by Masterminds LLC, inspiring and empowering people to achieve a greater destiny. Once again, we are super excited this evening about being with you and to be able to share love and wisdom with the desire to uplift, inspire, motivate, and empower you to live a more peace-filled, joyful, and loving life. So to receive and download this podcast, simply go to the iTunes store, click on podcast, and type in a date with Destiny. You can also receive it via my website, yourdestinyawaits.net, or simply by Googling us, Blog Talk Radio, A Date with Destiny. Also, you can follow us on Twitter at lease101, that's L-Y-S-E 101, and on Instagram. If you would like to become a sponsor or to get more exposure for your literary work or business, you can send a message via my website, info at yourdestinyawaits.net, or via my Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash a date with destiny one oh one. Before I continue, I would like to take this moment to say that our hearts and prayers are with the families that were affected by the tragedy that took place in Las Vegas this morning. We stand with love and empathy for your loss and will continue to pray for your healing during this time. So once again, we are excited to be able to share with our listeners information from people of all walks of life that we believe will inspire, motivate, and empower you. We are so happy to be in our fifth year of broadcasting and can't wait to share some great things from some really extraordinary people we have, that we have coming up for the rest of the season. So tonight, we have another amazing show. We have joining us this evening, Miss Maura Riley. Moira Riley joined CCBC as a coordinator for community education in 2012. Her areas of focus are entrepreneurship and small business, and world languages. She is responsible for managing these program areas and for developing new programs and classes. Growth and development of adult learners is important to Miss Riley. She wants uh, she wants to offer relevant, meaningful classes taught by experts in order to enhance and enrich people's lives. Mora also has a food safety consulting business, teaching classes, and writing food safety management plans. She works closely with the National Restaurant Association as a subject matter expert in writing, evaluating, and validating certification exam questions, as well as developing course content for food handlers and food managers. So without further ado, A Date with Destiny would like to welcome Ms. Maura Riley to the show. Hello, Maura. Welcome to the show. How are you today?
2: having me. It's
1: very exciting. Oh, well, we're excited to have you. I just couldn't wait. I was looking forward to this day, and I'm going to tell my listeners why. Okay, so here we go. Maura and I met when I um, became an adjunct teacher with the Community College of Baltimore, and um, so, you know, we're going back and forth. The our, our, the main basis of our communication For months was just, you know, emails, going back and forth with emails. Um, And she was, you know, you know how sometimes you can feel a person's spirit and vibe just by an email? Well, I'm telling you, her personality just kind of like jumped through the computer at me. I'm like, wow, this woman is really, you know, she's really cool. So um, she was a tremendous help to me in getting me to, I'm um, helping me to navigate my way through the nuances of getting my classes set up and et cetera. She always responded to any and every question that I had because, you know, sometimes you're wondering if you're bugging someone because you just have so many questions. Well, I guarantee you, even if I was bugging her, she never let on. You know, she just continued to, you know, answer my questions um, to help me in any way that I needed. And um, so one particular day, um, she said, you know, well, if you want, because they have a new campus up here in Owings Mills. And she said, well, I'll tell you what, how about if I meet you up? there one day um and i was like are you sure she's like yeah you know no problem so i was like okay so we set up a time and i met her in person and i mean i was instantly enraptured with her friendliness and willing just a willingness to help um she was very patient very knowledgeable and more importantly willing to help because she wanted me to succeed in what i was about to do so, and I find that to be a very rare quality these days. And um, I just instantly felt, um, you know, I'm, I'm saying her, but I instantly felt your authentic, uh, authenticity, and was put at ease immediately. So it was at that point when I was like, wait a minute, I got you've got to be a guest on my show. You've got to come on. Um, I want you to share with my list. I want them to meet you um, because I just thought that you were just amazing. So And then you fit so well in what we do here, which is to motivate, inspire, and empower people to, live and to be their best selves. And your enthusiasm just jumped right out at me immediately. So, Maura, now that I've said all of that, <laughs> <laughs> wow. first, I just want you to know I really appreciate you. <laughs> oh, you're
2: so welcome. Thank you.
1: Yes, yes. Now, so let's... this is where we go ahead.
2: Okay, so I was gonna say, you know, but that's that's really what I feel my job is or my purpose is to help people, you know, because yes. I want you to be successful at what you do because then in turn you're gonna help the students become successful in what they want to do. Exactly. Which in turn then helps them to be happier and you know, yes. and more productive and you know, so it all just we all just kind of flow. I think that, that energy just flows from one person to yes. another.
1: It really does, and it helps because like does attract like, so, you know, and I can only imagine what your classes are like. I, I might have to sit in on one of them just, you know, just to absorb some of that positive energy that you put out all the time. <laughs> uh, thank you. Well,
2: but it this, funny because I, I do. I teach a food safety certification class, and, you know, it's, uh-huh. it's at the at the completion of the class, the students have to take a national exam, and Generally, for their job, they're expected to pass the exam. So there's a lot of pressure on them coming in. Um, mm-hmm. And some of them has have previous experience with a class that, you know, was not so interesting. And it was really boring and just deadly yeah. to sit through eight hours of this food safety. So, you know, I try to make it fun and I try to engage yeah. them and, and really pull them in. So that, so that they want to be there. And, and oftentimes those that come in very unwilling leave, like, wow, this was really fun. I learned a lot today. You know, something yeah. they did not expect to do.
1: Yeah, that kind of takes me back to high school a little bit when, you know, you had those classes where you dreaded going to, and then you had that yeah. one teacher, that class that you just couldn't wait to get to, you know, because she made it interesting and fun. Um, mm-hmm. And I, for me, that it, I learned better that way. Um, it's just easier for me to do. So this is where I would like to start start with you. Let's just start at the beginning. And I want you to share with us, if you will, when did you know that you were an educator? Was it something that, you know, stems from your childhood? Or was it not until later on, you know, you went to college and you said, you know what, this is what I want to do. So tell us when that started for you.
2: Wow, that's a really great question, actually. Um, Thank you. Growing up, you no, know, I always wanted to be a veterinarian. Um, oh. That's what I went off to college to be. I wanted to be a vet. But mm-hmm. after my first year of college taking physics and chemistry and calculus and mm. not getting a perfect 4.0 grade point average, I decided I really needed a plan B. Mm -hmm. So I took a business class. A friend of mine was taking a hospitality management class. And I thought, well, let me, you know, let me try a business class. And it just really clicked with me. Um, It was was almost very intuitive. And it just was very logical and made a lot of sense. And it wasn't hard. And I thought, huh. So that's when I realized, you know, something that you're good at often will come easy to you. Because yeah, it's it's just a natural fit for you. And I think a lot of people struggle with something because they think they they think they want to do it or somebody mm-hmm. told them they should do this. But if it doesn't come naturally, they struggle and they're never quite, I don't know, I just think they're never quite settled with it.
1: So I right.
2: ended up switching my major and graduated with a degree in hospitality management Um And from there, the companies that I worked with, I always was involved in training in some form or another, whether it be Mm -hmm. conducting training sessions or helping to write training sessions. I was always very much involved with that. Um, Mm -hmm. But it was when I worked with Baltimore County Public Schools in their food service division that I really started doing more training and took on a bigger responsibility, but still – But the training was only part of what I did. Management was the other big chunk of it. Mm -hmm. And I decided um, when my children were born that I was going to stay home with them. But after several years, I thought, hmm, you know, what can I do that will weave into my schedule so I can still be with them and give them my attention, but also do something else to keep the brain working. Um, That's when when I started doing the food safety training really as my sole focus. And that led mm-hmm. me to CCBC. And and so when I look back, I can see this training and education has really woven its way through yes. really everything I've done in my career. It's just the focus has been different, whether it's the yes. hospitality industry or food safety or now, you know, adult education and languages or business. But it's always been there in some form or another
1: yeah yeah and isn't that I love how that happens and i and and I love how when the self discovery part about part about it when we um when you sit and you do look back over everything, there's always a common denominator. Mm -hmm. And when you were talking about um, how we always think that what we what we should be doing has to be difficult and hard in order for it to be uh, successful in it. And if you don't struggle, then it's not worth it and all this other kind of stuff. And it's almost like fitting a round peg into a square hole. You know, you try to push that peg in there and it's just not it's not working that well. It's like I can't get it in well. Well,
2: But sometimes we think we're we're conditioned that you have to, you know, you have to struggle. Yeah. And I believe that's not necessarily the case.
1: I agree. I agree. Yeah. I agree so whole, wholeheartedly and I bet you any amount of money when you sh- you share with your students, you do kind of uh, bring this this type of thing up because you know if you don't teach them, how are they going to know?
2: Exactly. Exactly.
1: You know, and I wish that, well, I mean, I, I know that everything happens for a reason and in its own time, and when the student is ready, the teacher appears. I just really sometimes wish that, you know, I don't know about you, but um, my generation, we didn't get this type of information when we were younger. And I think now some schools are actually going to start teaching this type of thing um, about the law of attraction and about, you know, your purpose and all this other kind of stuff. And it doesn't have to be hard in order for you to succeed in life. Right. I think
2: you're absolutely right. You know, it's taking that more holistic approach.
1: Yes. Yes, yes. And you're also um, an entrepreneur. Yes. So I heard you talk that you talked about you know when your children were born and they were small. So did that come about when you had children and you decided, hey, wait a minute, you know I can I can do this. When did that come about?
2: so yeah, so it was after they were born. It was well, actually the, the idea was, was kind of percolating before they were born because I met this mm-hmm. fabulous food safety trainer um named Ed, who was just such a dynamic instructor and really made connections with people very engaging. And I thought, wow, I wanna be like him. And okay. um, he had his own food safety consulting business. So I just kinda of tucked mm-hmm. that in the back of my mind and you know, he was we, we became friends and we were you know, it was a connection. But after the kids were born and, and, you know, life got easier again, we got over that little baby and toddler hump. I thought, hmm, you know, what can I do? And mm-hmm. um, and again, that's people come and go through your life at a certain time. And that's when yes. I met a woman named Juliet who has her own food safety business. And mm-hmm. I started teaching classes for her. It was just a random meeting that I happened to run into her. And we started talking about Food safety training and I explained that I used to teach this and she's like oh my goodness I'm looking for somebody to teach for me so that I can grow and expand my business wow. so that's when I began really starting to teach part-time and then um, so I did that for a couple of years and kind of fell into CCBC just filling in for somebody and mm-hmm. um, was offered actually a full-time job with them and and that was kind of one of those one of those which way do I go moments so that right. know. Yes, I could sink myself into my own business and really try to grow this and go. Or do mm-hmm. I take the more conservative route of a traditional job with, you know, benefits and that kind of thing, which so I chickened out and did the traditional way, um, mm-hmm. which which has been good because I've learned an awful lot about adult education. Um, mm-hmm. But so I still do have the part-time consulting business. And, uh, you know, it's, it's still there. It, I still work it every day.
1: Um, mm-hmm.
2: So it will be there when I'm ready to go back to that with a bigger, when it will have a bigger role in my life.
1: Right. But here's the thing that I admire. I admire the fact that you just did it. You know, you, you put yourself into it um, and you said, you know what, um, I can do this. And you did it. And you're still doing it and you have the option of how much you want to do it, you know, when you want to go back to it full time. But the whole thing is you started somewhere and, you know, it, it um, it's probably going to continue to evolve. Um, and so do you have are you looking for clients or, or if you are like, you know, how can they contact you? How do you do that? What do you as far as getting, um, you know, customers or clients?
2: Really, at this point, it's word of mouth. Um, I still work closely with Juliet, and I I work very closely with her, and and I write food safety management plans for her, and I teach for her. But then I also, you know, it's kind of word of mouth. I don't advertise myself because I don't have time just to spend with lots of clients. Um, Mm -hmm. So, yeah, usually, you know, if I'm talking with someone, I'll tell them just shoot me an email. we'll talk further, and, Mm -hmm. you know, things go from there.
1: Well, you can so certainly do, lucky. you know, okay, so very lucky. Because I was going to say, if you wanted to, I mean, this is, you know, your moment to um, <laughs> put your email address out there if you wanted to. So that's totally up to you. <laughs> but oh, you do, because yeah, I'm like. You
2: know, any questions, everybody, anybody is certainly welcome to email me. I never turn anybody away.
1: <laughs> okay. So what is your email address?
2: About situations. Okay. It's Mora. And mm-hmm. I'll spell it for you. It's M O R A. I-R-E mm-hmm. dot Riley, mm-hmm. R-I-L-E-Y at gmail.com. And I find a lot of times people just also need somebody to bounce ideas off of. Yeah. Um,
0: you know, they
2: need reassurance or they have questions like you had questions. I'm always happy to answer people's questions if it gets yeah. them one step further along their path or 10 steps further along their path, mm-hmm. because sometimes people don't know who to ask. Yeah. And a lot of times, people who can answer the questions don't want to take time and answer people's questions. You know, they don't have that interest, which is, I know, personally, is very frustrating. I'm a question asker. Um, Mm -hmm. So I appreciate when somebody takes time to think about my questions and give me thoughtful answers, which is so I do in kind for others.
1: And she does, to my listeners, trust me when I tell you, and she says that she does take the time to answer you, um, answer your emails, and she really uh, is sincere about helping you with anything that you may want to know. She, she does. She take it from me. Trust me. She really, really does. I mean, she's just amazing. So for oh, anybody who is interested in getting into that um, um, industry or even um, – Finding out the steps to take, um and how maybe she did it, um, shoot her an email and that's at mora M O I R E dot Riley, R I L E Y at Gmail dot com. And I guarantee you you'll have a friend for life, trust me.
2: <laughs> well, thank so you. that's what it's all about. Is these yeah. that we help each other.
1: Yes, I totally agree with that. And um, the the school, CCBC, I found that is another, to me, is a great institution. And so um, if you'd like, you can expound upon, you know, um, I know not some of the classes that they offer because you can always go online and pull up their website. But tell me what you like about working for that particular school, um, college.
2: Absolutely. So my favorite part is, well, it's twofold. So first is the students. When I get a student that mm-hmm. calls me, say, for my business programs, and they'll call and they'll say, you know, I'm thinking about starting a business and I don't know where to start. What should mm-hmm. I do? Or, or what can you help point me in the right direction? And then just talking to them about, well, what is it you want to do? And, and, you know, kind of feel them out and figure out what it is they're trying to do and then offer mm-hmm. up some different suggestions on what would be helpful for them. You know, again, yeah. getting them a step or two or 10 further down the path. So I love mm-hmm. when people are looking for help and I can help and, and I can point them in the right direction. That feels really right. good. And the other yeah. thing I love about my job is my instructors. Um, I have mm. really fabulous instructors like you mm-hmm. that work for mm-hmm. CDC And that to me is really rewarding when I can help an instructor get set up so that then they can share their expertise and their knowledge with students, that to me is a great thing as well. Yeah,
1: yeah, and you do get to meet a lot of great people. I'm excited because this is my first year um, with you all, and my course, one of the courses that I'm going to be teaching is um, how to build a spiritual-based business. And basically all that is is just, you know, doing your business from a holistic standpoint, um, but still, you know, there are guidelines that you have to follow, but you, like, again, you're doing it from a more holistic um, point. Um, and so I know in talking with you and even trying to get the definition and deciding how, you know, what we were going to call it and so on and so forth, you were just you were very instrumental in that whole process. You were great. Oh, thank you.
2: Yeah, no, I love to do the research and I love to, you know, brainstorm ideas for new classes. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's that's one of the best things is when an instructor comes and says, I've got this great idea for a class. I'm like, all right, let's do it. Um,
1: Yeah.
2: Because, you know, Let's put it out there. Let's see if we can get some people and, and interested in the class and, and drum up some support and, and get it to run and be successful and help the students yeah. then be successful. You know, that's a big happen. Absolutely. it takes a while and we have to be patient, but other times yeah. when it does go, it's, it's, it's exciting because it's like your yeah. baby you've created. Mm-hmm.
1: That's right, and it is a baby. I mean, your business is your baby, too. Mm-hmm. Um for anybody cuz you know I've been doing my own um business now since like huh, maybe since 1997 98 and um it's been you know um trial and error <laughs> you know you try this mm-hmm. that may not work yep. you try something else so and it's all about and, and being an entrepreneur is not for the faint of heart <laughs> because you have very to true, um very true you, Yes girl. I mean, you build your business blood, sweat and tears, okay? Sometimes a lot of all three of those. <laughs> yes, cry me a river. But you have to it's it's something within you that you just, you know, um that doesn't let allow you to give up or quit. You know, you have exactly. to have the tenacity and the perseverance to be able to withstand the things that you have to endure. And, and learning, it's, to me, I love to learn. I just love to learn. Yes. And so, you know, um, working for myself has been quite a journey. Um, but one of the things, now, th- I'm going to ask you this question after I say this. One of the, th- the mm-hmm. most important things that I've learned is that don't be afraid to fail because, and then fail big, because you will fail along the way. But failure to me is just a setup for your success, because you learn from your mistakes. And it's like, oh, okay, well, that wasn't the right thing to do. So now how do I do it better the next time around? And the more that you keep doing it, the better you'll get. So what was what would be your uh, 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 thing that for you that made for you?
2: That's so funny that you say, you know, the failure is is part of the journey because I just actually emailed somebody that today, you know, they sent me an email and instructor saying, oh, it went, you know, the class went terrible and this happened and that happened. You know, it was just a failure of a day. And my response was, it's never a failure. You know, you learn from the experience. And again, it pushed you that much further along your path. It was a valuable, valuable experience. Yes, maybe it didn't go as you anticipated. But Mm -hmm. that's okay. You know, that happens, and it's being able to accept that it didn't go the way you wanted and know that that was perfectly fine because it might have taken you in a different direction that you didn't even realize that you should be going or could be going. So it really kind of, to me, failure brings on other opportunities. You know, so you not only grow personally because you become stronger, because you persevere and you get through it and you realize, I can do this, but it yep. also potentially opens up a whole lot of other options for you that you might not have even realized were there.
1: Exactly. So, yes, yeah, so
2: I'm I'm a big believer in failure, and, you know, sometimes, you know, it's embarrassing or, yeah, yeah you take a hit for it, but yep. you learn from it, and that's, that's the you beauty of, of it. You know, when everything is perfect, we don't necessarily learn from that.
1: Yeah, I agree with you. Um, And that's, to me, the only way to learn. um, Because you don't come into this world knowing, first of all, you come into this world knowing nothing. But the more you push yourself out there, you are going to learn. Okay, Mm -hmm. by hook or by crook, you're going to learn. And it can make it the easy way. Or you can do it the hard way. And to me, the hard way is by giving up. Like, just saying, you know what, I, I can't do this, I give up, I quit. And right. when or you do that, yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. I was going to say, or the other thing to me, though, that's discouraging as well is people that refuse to learn from the
0: experience. Yeah.
2: You know, something yeah. happens and it immediately is a blame and they don't see it as a learning experience. They just see it as something very negative that was bad and they yeah. don't take the time to reflect and think about what happened and how it could impact other things in a positive way. So that to me, That's right. to watch.
1: Yeah, yeah, but you know what? We wouldn't be in the position that we're in in order to um, help, to inspire, and motivate and empower other people if we haven't gone through it ourselves. Um, it Absolutely. does put us in a position. Where it's like, you know, we, we do know what we're talking about. We've been there, you know, and this is how you can overcome that by doing this, doing. And you know what? And, and even my, my exact experiences are not your exact experiences. So mm-hmm. everybody learns differently, but right. perseverance is perseverance. And it helps to have somebody in your corner that believes in you. You know what I mean? At least one person that's like in your corner.
2: Absolutely, it's funny. As you were talking, I was thinking about that. You need that motivating person who is your cheerleader yeah. and can yes. help you, like you know, move you along and say, "All right, you can do this. Yeah. It's all right. Yeah. It'll work out."
1: Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, or even that person that's going to say, "Okay, I'll sit and eat this big bag of chips with you and some ice cream just to get you." <laughs> in
2: that's
1: not, I, that not that, you that have I'm. In your corner. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. So, so what? Um, I know also that i, I read in your bio um, that you will be completing your master's of adult learning in When do you find? Where do you find all this time?
2: Yay! Oh, I know. I think <laughs> I'm crazy. I, I they ask that question all the time, like how you know three kids, your own business, a full time job, working on your degree. I don't know. I, all I can say <laughs> is when my my degree is done. Like,
0: starting
2: uh-huh. in January, I don't know what I'm going to do with myself. I'm going to be driving like wow. crazy or something. <laughs>
1: That's all I can imagine. So it's over in January. So you graduate in January.
2: Uh, actually, December. December 8th, I will officially be done. Oh, yes. wow.
1: Congratulations. That's right around Thank the you. corner.
2: It is. Yes. It is. And I that have to say, my kids awesome. have been so supportive. They're so sweet. They're like, we're so proud of you, Mom. Oh, um, funny story! This past weekend, I had to make a video for a class, and I've never—truth be told—never made a video before. And my kids are laughing hysterically, and my youngest is like, "Yeah, I learned how to do that in sixth grade." So, <laughs> all these things that all these things that they do in like elementary school, you yeah, know, I'm doing for the first time now, and they think it's hysterical.
1: Yeah, but, they're they're yeah, mm-hmm.
2: they're built-in helpers. Gotta love it.
1: Good. Yeah, because you know children are so resilient now. I mean, oh my gosh, they're coming out of the womb knowing how to operate technology. It's just amazing. I'm like, wow, these these babies are just coming in and they're so smart and they're just ready to walk and talk and dial a cell phone and operate an iPad. I mean, wow. Okay. <laughs> it is.
2: Yeah, it's, it's all just so intuitive for them. They know nothing different. You know, that's what they've, yeah. they've grown up with, and you know, in their hands.
1: So. Yeah, it I think that we're at we're 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 alive at a very good time. So, what advice would you offer our listeners? Um, like when you we always have that. To me, I think we always have that go-to piece of advice um, when we are in our motivation mode. And we have those people out there that say, well, you know, I would love to start my business, but I've got kids, I've got my job, I've got this, I've got that. What advice would you offer to that person?
2: I think you can always find time to do something that you really want to do. Um, Mm -hmm. If it's a passion and you really believe strongly in something, you can find time to do it. You can find ways to fit it into your schedule, you know, whether Mm -hmm. it be taking a class or um, whatever it might be. I think if it's important enough to you, you make it work. You yeah. figure out how to make it work, and and maybe you have to rely on other people and ask for help with other aspects of your life, so you can devote more time to what you really want to do. But I really think that you can find time to do what you really want to do. Not
1: always easy. Oh, yeah. But I think no, it's not. So okay, so here's a question that I that get asked a lot and that um, <clears throat> I um, kind of coach people on. When people say, "Cause," so I just heard something that you said, which triggered it, which was um, if you really want to do something, um, you can find the time to do it, which is true. But then I, I always get the question, well, how do I figure that part out? How do I get to the point of knowing what I want to do? How do I figure out what my purpose is?
2: You know, and that is really hard. And I think I'm a big believer in in lifelong learning and trying a little bit Mm -hmm. of this and trying a little bit of that. And I think by just trying different things, you figure out what feels good to you, what feels comfortable, again, what Mm -hmm. you're good at and what you enjoy doing. And if it makes you happy what you're doing and, you know, and it kind of clicks and makes sense for you, then that's, I think, an area to pursue and to to really look at and say, Hmm, what can I do with this? Because I think it would be a more natural fit for you. Right. And that is a hard thing. You know, there are a lot of people, you know, my age that I don't know what I'm good at. I don't know what my strengths are. You know, they Mm -hmm. doubt themselves. Mm -hmm. But I, but I think too, we often don't take time for reflection and really stop and think. I think we get so busy and caught up in everything in our lives, yeah. we don't really stop to think about, you know, who we are and what we're doing and what we enjoy doing and what we're good at.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I I totally agree with that. And um, I just love that, you know, you being in the position like you are where you can um educate people to that point. Now, let me ask you this. So in your class, um, I know people probably, once they even finish your courses, they probably still keep in touch with you, um, even after they've you know, left and, and successfully completed their course with you. So how do you, what do you do as far as, how do you motivate yourself every single day? Because, I mean, you just are amazing. And when you have, you, when you're motivating other people, you know, sometimes we have to figure out how do we motivate ourselves? So what is your go-to thing to do?
2: Um, you know, it's interesting because growing up I was always an introvert, very quiet, very shy. Oh, really? Somewhere, it, yeah, like painfully shy. Um, wow. And somewhere I know, I know, you never know that now, but somewhere during ah. my college years, I, whatever, developed confidence, and that kind of flipped a little bit, and uh-huh. part of, it sounds, this is going to sound very selfish, but part of why I love working with people and teaching is because I feel like I absorb people's energy. Um, yeah. You know, the, the, the creativity and the positive energy that people bring when they're learning something and they're excited about something,
0: mm-hmm. mm-hmm. that's
2: that Fuels me, and that like really energizes me. Yeah. And so knowing that I'm going to teach a class, I know I'm going to come out of that class, or come out of a meeting or a presentation feeling really great because I'm i basically I, I like I said, it sounds very selfish, but I feel like I'm absorbing people's positive energy and then reflecting it back.
1: Yeah. No, that's not selfish at all. I think that's a very natural thing. Um, um, so, do you would you consider yourself an empath?
2: You know, no, because I have some friends who say that they're empaths, and I feel like I'm not quite at that level with what I
1: do. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, but I do know, like with empaths, we tend to we we absorb energy, and we can feel immediately what other people are feeling. Right. Um, and so it's, it's not as self when you say it's selfish, I don't think it's selfish at all. I just think it's something that's natural. And especially if you're able to absorb that positive energy and hold on to that, I think it's wonderful. You know, mm-hmm. that's actually a blessing to be able to do that. So, oh, yeah. It's, and, and, it's the,
2: great. yeah, it's energizing.
1: Yeah. It really is. And then when you put it out, when you get it back, you put it. And it's just, it's just a cycle. It just keeps going round and round and round. So that's a good thing. And I know that everyone I've met so far at CCBC has been so wonderful. I mean, you know, um, everyone, they just, um, I'm like, wow, this is just a great place. So I can't wait, you know, for my classes to start picking up and getting to know some of the people that are going to be taking the course Um so, yeah, you're, you've you been blessed. You have truly been blessed. And I've been blessed since I've been in communication with you. I was just so excited. I'm like... You, this woman is amazing, and I'm like, "Are you sure it's okay?" You're like, "No, no, it's fine, it's fine." You know, we'll meet. And then you stood there with me because I had, you know, I don't have many questions I had, but you were like very patient. I'm like, "Oh my god, I just love you," because <laughs> I don't like I question yeah. or two.
2: I, I will ask okay. a zillion questions. Um, you know, and that's how I want people to treat me. You know, I that's one of my like base philosophies is really treat others the way you want to be treated, you know, and and take the time and answer questions and give people the information they feel like they need in order to make a decision or do something versus just going through the motions. You know, I think you really need to be sincere. um, and, And I think that shows when you are sincere with people, I think they appreciate that.
1: Exactly, I just, and I think the fact that, um too, when we become mothers um that alone is an education that you cannot get anywhere, I mean. <laughs> Yeah, I always tell people that I think that for me that's my biggest accomplishment. All this other stuff that I do is just like extra icing on the cake. Being a mom to me is the best job I could have ever had and 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 it's and it's one that um I didn't even expect those these types of rewards <laughs> to come absolutely. from it. But you know, it's my biggest accomplishment to date. And then I think when you are when you are a mother, and especially have been one for you know um, some time like you have children between thirteen and nineteen, girl, those are the years <laughs> right they there. Are.
0: Yes, they are
2: perseverance.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and if you can do that, you can certainly start and and, and do your own business. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely.
2: You know, it, it's a lear- I look at motherhood as a learning experience. You know, you're yes. your, your daily learning new things. Yes. And- and, you know, and you tuck that information away and at some point yep. you pull it back out because it's useful. It's like everything else in life too. You know, you're just constantly absorbing the information around you so that yeah. then you can turn and share that with someone else or use it in a different way. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: yeah no, and, you know, to,
0: motherhood yeah, go is ahead. learning, yes. Motherhood <laughs> so, is so. learning.
1: Yes. And, you know, real quick, and I'm going to let you go, um, this time goes by so fast. But, yes. um, yeah, and so I find that in talking with women, especially women in business with and who are still raising their children, you can, they, they think that they can't have it all, but I I never believed that. I've always believed that you can have it all. You know, again, like you said earlier, Mara, which was very profound, you just have to know what you want. And especially if you have a good support system, Um, Mm -hmm. whether it's your mother, your father, your grandmother, a friend, your husband, your boy, whomever, you can Mm -hmm. really have it all because you're not doing it for just yourself. Um, You are doing it because you want, you know, you want to raise the family comfortably. So in the beginning Mm -hmm. years, you may have to, like, you know, bite the bullet and sacrifice some things just, you know, so that you can have more in the long run. Mm Mm-hmm. So Absolutely. what would you say to those mothers out there with small children who want to even go back to school?
2: Oh, it's it's hard. It is very hard. But um, mm-hmm. it's being creative and being flexible and finding ways to do it um, and letting mm-hmm. go. That's a hard thing, I think, for women, for us women and mothers, yes. to be able to let go, let go of control, and let somebody yes, else do something for you. And, oh and it took me a long time to learn that. Um, me but too. But it's very liberating once you, like, figure out that, oh, my gosh, I can leave my child to somebody else and they'll still be alive when I pick them up. Um yes. It's a very liberating feeling that you think, wow, okay, I can, I can share this responsibility and I can mm-hmm. do more and it will all be okay. Yes. yes. But you know, yeah. but, but just realizing that yes, it's okay to ask for help because we never we don't want to do that for whatever oh reason. Like right? we don't then look competent or capable if we're asking yeah. for help. But what I've learned yeah. too is people are so happy to help. Like nobody's yeah. going to tell you, no, I'm not going to help you. they are so exactly. to help you, and it's getting over that yeah. mental barrier.
1: Yes, yes, yes. Uh, yeah. I, you're bowling down my alley now because I was that person, you know, the warrior queen who, you know, I can do it all, um, and I didn't want to show my vulnerability in any way. Um, you know that no, she then, then. I felt like, well, if if I do that, then they're going to think she doesn't have it all together. Girl, been there, done that, and then once, uh, and you know what? I'm gonna tell you something. Life has a way of breaking you down. Humbling you to the point where you are forced to ask for help, whereas before you could have done it without having it forced, but sometimes you know we have hard heads, and some of us need a, you know a little harder lesson to get to that point, yeah, but um yeah, Mara is here, we're here to tell you young ladies that um don't don't wait that long don't you know you don't have to do that. There are people out there like us um and and more people out there who just who would love to help you
2: Absolutely.
1: And you don't have to do it alone. And you know, and Mara is great at um create she, Oh my gosh, you have a very creative mind. I think that's one of the reasons why we click so well. Cuz you did a um you did something for me. I think we were trying to come oh, up with the description as a flyer, oh, the flyer yeah. too. Oh, yeah. The flyer
0: description. Yes. Yeah.
1: Both of those things. And I was like, because, you know, here again, you know, I'm the marketer, promotion person, blah, 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 blah. And I'm used to kind of doing all this, you know, stuff myself, right? And so I'm like, okay. So the next thing I know, she, girlfriend, comes back with this beautiful description. And then down the road, a flyer, I'm like, wait a minute. Wow. Okay. This is amazing. (laughs) Thank you so much. And it reminded me that, yes, there are other people out there who can do it, too. You know, you don't have to do it all, all the time. So even at this point in my life, you know, hey, yes, I can do it. But if there's someone else that can help me to get there a little bit quicker, sure. Why not?
2: Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: Yeah, so and let me ask you this and I promise this is this will be like maybe one of my last questions. But how long have you been with the um the college?
2: Um I've been there for almost 5 years. So like okay. I said, it started just, I was just filling in for someone until his mm-hmm. role got filled permanently. And then there okay. was a hiring freeze. And then they said, can you stay a little longer? And I said, sure, you know, this is, this is okay. And then okay. the hiring freeze extended longer and they're like, can you stay longer? And I said, sure. And then they were like, well, why don't you apply for the position? And I said, because this isn't what I want to do. <laughs> right. Even though I've been doing it and having fun with it. And they're like, but you really should apply. So I'm like, all right, I'll apply. So I did. And um, and it's been really fun. I've learned so much. I've really been able to pull different pieces, again, different pieces of my life and experience together mm-hmm. into what I do now. So it's been really cool.
0: Wonderful. So it's funny
2: because, you know, there's always that question, what do you want to be doing in five years? And and I, I hate that question because somebody wants this. Ooh, well, I expect to have my PhD and be da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Right. But I, you know, so I know that's what people expect when they ask you that question. And but in reality, who knows where they're going to be in five years? And that's exactly. always what I say. I said because you don't know what could happen tomorrow or next week or next month or next year that that's could right. take you in a totally different direction than that's you anticipated and be something really fabulous. So yeah. I really think you have yeah. to be open to these experiences. And even if you think, well, no, this isn't something that I want to do, you know, look where it's, it's led me to this point. And it's been great.
1: That right there is is awesome and very profound because you do have, that's the key, you have to be open. Mm-hmm. You, let me say that again. You have to be open because <laughs> I can't tell you how many times I've been turned around but not in a bad way. You know, uh-huh. I'm going down this one path and with this idea and this plan, which was, you know, great. But then when you open up and you're open, the universe and or God or however you choose to say, you know, whatever entity or deity that you pray to it makes it even bigger and better than what you could have ever imagined. So, But exactly. if you're closed-minded, then you're blocking your blessings. You block that part off, and it's like, wow, and that's when we tend to struggle even more. So that was very profound. Yes. Thank you for that. Yes,
0: that is true. Thank so you for that. True. Oh, you're
1: welcome. Yes. Yeah, yeah. so I was going to ask, that was my last question. I was going to ask, because I always ask my guests, you know, what would you like to, the last thing that you would like to leave uh, with our listeners so that could be it, or if you have something else very profound, please share it with us.
2: No, I, you know, I think that whole openness, being open to what comes your way, and not being yeah. closed-minded, I think that's a fabulous way to end. Because really, that's what, how we need to be, or should be. That's right. If we don't yes. have to be, but we should be because you know, you never know what's going to come your way, and great things happen.
1: Yeah. Great things do happen, like us meeting, and I will be eternally Absolutely. grateful for that. <laughs> so, Mora, thank you so much for taking the time well, to be with us this evening.
2: Well, thank you, Lisa, for inviting me to join you. This was great. <laughs>
1: Yes, well, hopefully you will come back soon, and, um, you know, we'll have some other things to talk about. And we really appreciate you and wish you abundant blessings in all of your future endeavors. Thank you so much.
2: Thank you, Lisa.
1: All right, you take care.
2: All right, thank you. Uh
1: Uh-huh, bye-bye. Bye. Thank you. That was Maura Riley, ladies and gentlemen, once again. So we're at that part of the show where we're getting ready to end. But before we do, I want to leave you with this. I would be remiss if I didn't really touch on the climate of our world at this day and time. While I'm not one to focus on negativity, one can't help but to see what is going on with the state of affairs of our country. So what do we do at times like these? Well, I don't have all the answers. And I really can only speak for myself and hope that it resonates with many of you. What I do besides continue to work on myself mentally, physically, and spiritually, I reach out and pour light and love into others, thus the reason for my show. I find that giving of oneself in a positive way helps to alleviate emotional stress and gives one purpose. Sharing your gifts and skill sets in order to to help rise up to their fullest potential is what keeps me motivated in doing what I do. And in doing so, I have been blessed and very fortunate to meet some wonderfully amazing people such as Maura along my journey. Like attracts like. I believe instead of becoming a part of the problem, become a part of the solution instead. You see, we have no control over anyone else. We have no control over what anyone else is thinking, saying, or doing. But we do have control over is what we think and what we say and how we react to things that happen to us. And if we work on those things within ourselves, we've already won. We are winners because we have not allowed someone else to run our ship. One of my favorite poems is by William Ernest Henley entitled Invictus, and he says it best. Out of the night that covers me, black as the pit from pole to pole, I thank whatever gods may be for my unconquerable soul. In the fell clutch of circumstance, I have not winced nor cried aloud under the bludgeonings of chance. So when we understand that you control your own ship by controlling your thoughts, your actions, and how you respond to what's happening around you, you begin to rise up and be at one with your higher self and in turn help someone else to do the same. It starts with you. Spread light and love, not darkness and hate. After all, love does light up the world. So that concludes our show for this evening. I want to thank everyone for tuning in with us. A shout out to my family who are always loving and supporting me and also to my friends and colleagues and all of my social networking sites. Once again, a big thank you to Maura Riley for taking the time to share a big part of your journey and your wisdom with us. We are eternally grateful for you. Also, And don't forget to stop by my website, yourdestinyawaits.net, to get some extra motivation and inspiration and leave a message to let us know you stopped by. And like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash. A Date with Destiny 101, and follow us on Twitter at least L-Y-S-E 101. Make sure you come back and tune in on Monday, October the 9th, where we will be talking with amazing and very creative Vincent Hall, the typewriter artist. So to get a sneak peek at his art created strictly by using a typewriter, that's right, Strictly by using a typewriter. Visit his website at VincentHallType.com. dot com. That's VincentHallType.com. dot com. You will not be disappointed. It's amazing. Always remember, folks, that real power comes from knowledge because knowledge is power. And when we know better, we do better. So your mission, if you choose to accept it, is take the necessary time to do true self-evaluation. Seek God and learn how to love yourself first. Because after all, you owe it to yourself to know yourself. Once again, I'm Lisa M. Saunders. And thank you for tuning in to Blog Talk Radio's A Date with Destiny. Peace. And abundant blessings, everyone.
0: You're broken down and tired Of so living life on the merry-go-round And you can't find a fighter But I see it in you, so we gonna walk it out Ooh. We're going to walk it out and move on day, and I'm... Silence is in quiet. And it feels like it's getting hard to breathe. And I know you feel like dying. But I promise we'll take the world to a tree. For that we have each other And we will rise We will rise We will rise Oh, oh, oh. We'll rise I'll rise up Rise like today I'll rise up In spite of the age I will rise a thousand times.